afternoon, good evening. Oh, man, thanks everybody for joining me today. Hopefully everybody having a great weekend and hopefully you can get the week started on a good um, on a good foot for this upcoming um, Monday. I know I'm recording this episode on Sunday, by the way. Uh, before I get started, uh, starting things off, far as my link tree that I got out there, uh, I want to I want to thank some people who have went out there and actually uh, left me uh, some uh, tips uh, in my tip jar that I have out there. However, y'all didn't leave a message. I gotta come on, you gotta leave a message so I can know who to thank. You know, I'm one of those people. If somebody does anything for me, I don't even care if you left a dollar. You know, I'm appreciative of, you know, anything uh, that someone does for me. So definitely if you know that you're one of those people that have left something, let me know so I can reach out uh, personally and thank you for that. And then um, kind of, you know how I do it every show, uh, episode, I should say. I kind of just uh, be out there. I'm seeing what's going on on social media I see the Kiki, I think her name is Kiki Palmer. Uh, hopefully I'm saying it right. But Kiki Palmer boyfriend, he didn't like her attire that she had on. Now, and I think it was an issue where I see some people, oh, a man, he shouldn't be able to tell a woman what she can wear and everything. And that's true. A man definitely, you know, just can't tell a woman what she can wear. You know, she's her own independent uh, person as he is. However, I, me as a man, if I'm in a relationship with a woman, I do hope if I tell her, hey, I don't think that's, I don't think that's appropriate that she kind of got on right there. I would like to think that she would think enough of my opinion and what I care to at least take that off if I felt like she was wearing something inappropriate and vice versa. If I, you know, if, if the roles were reversed, so that's just me, you know, well, who am I? And I definitely have seen some of the people who end up, because uh, I be in no comments. Yeah, I like to, as some people say, I'm just here for the comments. Yeah, I go in the comments, like to see how people thinking. And most of the people in most of the comments I've seen, well, he doesn't pay all the bills, so it shouldn't even matter. Like, just because you pay all the bills, that's the only way you should have a say as a man, if you pay all the bills. And I be and I'm saying to myself when I see these comments, and you wonder why some of you all are single right now. Not everybody, <laughs> but a lot of people. Yeah, it ain't no. It's not a surprise why they're single. And switching gears a little bit, uh, another funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but I seen an NBA player. His name is Jalen Green. Uh, guess he was horsing around, as they might say. This ain't no horsing around that I do or I did when I was younger, but that's neither here nor there. But he was horsing around with a teammate of his, and he dry-humped it, his teammate playfully. I don't know about no playfulness that way, but this is a – so keep in mind, this is a – I think he's probably like 19, 20 years old. He's an NBA player. Now, it got recorded, and in the recording, you could tell everybody laughing at it and everything – so that let me know right there, this isn't the first time that this happened. And then second, that let me know they play like that. See, I don't, I can honestly say, me and my friends, we didn't play like that. Like, you better not even say anything remotely uh, sound crazy, and we was going to call you out on it. So it wasn't going to even get to that level 
where we even playing those type of games like that. But I do think this shows the importance of, you know, men uh, to be in, you know, kids' lives as well. Because I do think some at some point in time, I, this is a behavior that they've probably been doing for years. But that's when someone as a man, especially, even if it's a woman, but definitely a man is supposed to be, whoa, what you doing there? No, nah, we not go. We don't play like that. Boys don't do that. So, you know, just my opinion. But it, you all, some of you all didn't come here for my opinion. And then some of you all did. But we're going to go ahead and get into the show. And the quote of the week, if you don't separate yourself from your distractions, your distractions will separate you from your goals. Once again, if you don't separate yourself from your distractions, your distractions will separate you from your goals. 24 hours in a day, as I always preach and I emphasize. So everything can't be a priority. I say even at work, everything can't be a priority. You got to figure out what's important and what's not. And our goals, whatever our goals might be in life, they should be a priority. We want to achieve them in our daily lives. So sometimes that distraction can be people and sometimes it can be a thing, you know, but you going to know whatever that distraction is because it's going to keep you away from working on whatever your goal is. So that's how you pretty much identify what that distraction may, may be. And most people in our lives, you know, they know what they need to consistently do in order to reach a goal. They just don't have the discipline to do it consistently, you know, and that's what usually, like I said, unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, that's what separates the people who normally achieve goals in life, especially if they're goals you got to be consistent to achieve. You know, anything worth having, you got to work for it. So wherever that distraction may be, you know, that's, uh, you know, taking you away from your goal, got to get rid of it. You know, got to prioritize, got to reduce the time that you do it, and you got to eliminate it. So let's get into the topic of the week. Actually, I think this is going to be a good topic. Uh, this was requested by Shanita. So this, I'm looking forward to this one. So are you currently taking a break from the dating scene, but looking to get back in it? And if yes, in today's episode, I'm going to give advice on the right mindset, right mindset to go into it with, along with some dating tips. You know, so it's going to be about getting back in the dating scene in 2023. If, you know, for whatever reason, you might have took a break and, you know, you had a bad experience, bad breakup, or even if it was a breakup, well, yeah, I guess it is bad. Where, where, however way it might be, whether it was you the one who decided you wanted to do the breakup or whatever, or even if you just needed a reset, it was time for you to take some time away. Let's get back to me and now that you feel like you have worked on yourself, you're ready to get back in the dating scene. So the first thing I would suggest having the right mindset going into getting back into dating if you've been out of it a while, or even if you've been in it, but starts with mindset. And one of the key things that I'm going to touch on, when I say right mindset, I see it often. Uh, there's no good women or men out there. Now, if you think that if you truly think that what's the chances are you really let's be realistic that you think you're going to meet men and women that are good people if you really don't think there's no good ones out there you're going to be entertaining 
And, and you're going to probably entertain people who's not good people as well since you, you know, got the bar low. So that's number one. You got to throw that out. If you're a good person, know that there's other good people out there too. And then the other one that I often hear, oh, the dating pool have become trash uh, as you get older. And again, all about mindset. That's a sign to me that you know what, what specifically you want now in a partner and what you don't want. So, it's some, okay, yeah, you might have less people that you're seeing, but that's not a bad thing to me. Like I said, it's just a sign. I know what I'm looking for now, so I easily know how to filter out somebody who would have just wasted my time from the jump. You know, and like I know I touched on this before. Someone who you probably entertained at 19 years old, you wouldn't probably even entertain that person, you know, in your late 20s or something. So it's all about you to fit. You know how to easily filter out. You didn't. You didn't have some life. You know what you like. You know what you don't like now. So look at it from that perspective. And last, well, last on this particular uh, topic uh, in regards to mindset, you only need one life partner. You're not needing millions of people, so you only need just one. So that's a good thing, too. You're not needing I, – I agree. It's a lot of people out there, bad people, whatever, out there, but you only need one life partner. So, you know, look at it from that perspective. And that person who is going to be that one person uh, for you that uh, hopefully is your life partner, trust me. They're going to stand out easily from the average person you interact with on a regular. So it's not going to be hard to know when you meet them as well. Okay, another thing you got to be, I think it's important to be open to online dating. Now, I know some people have expressed concerns. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they had said, well, I got concerns about online dating not being safe, but you know, as I told them, you apply the same logic and common sense <laughs> as me that you would online that you would meeting someone initially in person. Just like you're not gonna, I wouldn't advise nobody, I should say, to invite or go over somebody else's house, you know, offer you and them just exchanging a couple of messages. Well, you're gonna apply that same thing online too. And I would probably go a step further and say online dating it probably is a little safe. I would say, if anything, just as safe, if not safer, than in person. In person, a person actually got access to physically do harm to you, even if they met you at a mall or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But online, at least the person got to end up. They got to earn that uh, right to have you want to see them somewhere. So, you know, that's the way I look at things. And also, I'm aware. Certain online uh, place dating apps like uh, Tinder, I know, for example, got a bad reputation. <laughs> Just because it has that reputation, though, that doesn't mean everybody on there is that way. I can remember when I was single. This is when I knew Tinder was, this is when I knew it had got bad. When I started uh, going on Tinder and I was seeing where most of the women on there had a disclaimer, I'm not here for sex. That's what I like. Guys, we got to do better. <laughs> Men, this is what I knew was a problem. But again, once again, I was a, I like to think that I'm a nice person and, a, you know, a nice gentleman. And I was on there. So 
you know, like I said, don't be quick to just throw something away just because, you know, more so it might have a bad, more so an overall bad reputation like that. You know, unless specifically uh, Tinder, you know, they said that on the site, uh, website or whatever, we're here for hookups. Okay, that's totally different at that point. <laughs> but like I said, whether it's Tinder, Bumble, um, I don't know what else is really out there since I kind of, you know, been off the dating scene for a minute. But that it online dating just another avenue to me to possibly meet someone that you might have not met in person. Because I used to definitely, like I said, I know I used to be on Tinder, but at the same time, I used to be out and about as well and, you know, meeting uh, nice women on both, on, in, you know, in regards to both. So, you know, don't be quick to just dismiss uh, online dating. And in regards to hooking up, uh, I got to touch on that before I go on to the next uh, uh, thing as well. Any app that you have both men and women on, even if it wasn't designed for that, that's going to uh, that's gonna be happening. I don't care if it's Twitter, Facebook. And I know Facebook. I can remember Facebook came out. Well, yeah, I was out there. Uh, ooh. Oh, oh man, oh, that's a story for another day. But Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, like I said, they wasn't designed for those things. But that's gonna happen with men and women. This human nature is gonna be, you know, some hooking up going on. So don't be quick to dismiss it once again. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, also I want to suggest you don't have to. You don't have to go to clubs or lounge, you know, you know, loud music and all that, you know, type of different things. I get that when you try to meet people, but it does help when you go to places that, you know, like-minded people probably frequent or passing by. So you do got to get out of it. It's important to get out of the house too, though, if you're trying to meet. I think that just is important. So it could be regular daily places, you know, that both men and women interact at. Even if it's the local fitness center. I, yes, it's, I, I think you can find someone, you know, nice looking or whatever, you know. And, you know, I mean, definitely at the local fitness center, somewhere like that. Now, I will say, uh, men, if you out there, because you know, I guess it's applied to women too, but definitely men. If you see somebody working out and you really see them in a, you know, really getting it in and that workout. Now that might not be the time, the best time for you to approach them, to try to actually get to know them. <laughs> but yeah, don't try to wait to them to get off of the treadmill. And then that's where, you know, you can kind of, you know, possibly strike up a little conversation. And, you know, even uh, going back to daily, you know, places that you can meet people, um, you know, that you probably at every day, even a local park, you know, maybe walking your dog or whatever. You might, you know, instead of instead of just walking your dog, or, you know, right outside your house, you know, you might go to a local park or whatever. You might meet somebody, even the grocery store. I I used to meet women everywhere, like, and especially even a grocery store. This is a place we know everybody, I mean, any adult, you're going to be there. Even if you was an adult like me who was just there getting junk food because you wasn't doing any cooking uh, that I definitely don't do. But, Again, this is a place that you you had to be at where other people was at as well. And then, of course, concerts, uh, 
you're gonna if it's a concert it's gonna be other people who probably around your age um around your age who's there and that's something that you all probably got in common obviously whoever that person you're going to see uh comedy clubs i've seen i've been on dates before at comedy clubs and i might have i might have seen two women who were just friends and they decided to go there or two, even two guys I've seen together. It might've been a, someone who probably is from whatever, um, they might've been whatever town or city that the comedian who was in town was there. And then they just came to show their support. So that is actually a place too. And, a, and of course, any professional game, these type of different places, like I said, that I feel you can, Definitely, if you're single, you can definitely meet some other like-minded people. And, of course, even a church. Now, I would recommend probably, you know, going to like a mega church uh, instead of a normal, if you're from, from my, somewhere small like my hometown, a small-sized church where, you know, it's only a few members that you normally go into that church, only a few members, and most of the members, you know, either married or you already know. So, like I said, you got to get out of your comfort zone. So, if you're not doing these things already, you know, don't say you got to do it every week. But these are some things that possibly can help, you know, if you're going to get back in the dating scene. You want to go in there, you know, with the right mindset and open, you know, to trying something new. And last but not least, in regards to, you know, when you're out and about trying to, you know, possibly meet that one you want to look your best, or at least close to it. And when I say look your best, please, anybody who does this, don't not do, don't take offense to this. But when I say, yeah, look your best, I'm not saying you're going to get all dapper up and everything to go to Walgreens or just to the gas station. But if it's somebody first time ever seeing you, you do want to look good enough where you would, as a woman, let me put it this way, as a woman, I would say you would want to look good enough where if I'm single and I'm a guy that I want to approach you as a woman and try to get your number. And I will say, if you got that bonnet on in public, I might not be, you know, not saying you're a bad looking person, but that's probably going to decrease the chances that I'm going to come up to you and try to get your number randomly in public <laughs> and vice versa. A guy, you might want to, you know, you dress not not like I said. I ain't saying you gotta get all g'd up, but dress nicely. Even a haircut. You wanna you wanna look your best. You don't wanna be a guy that end up. You only get a haircut. Even if it's not a haircut, you know you know nicely groomed. Well, you looking nicely groomed. You don't wanna be a guy that if you approach a woman, she's not even she's not sure if you're homeless or not because your hair just looking crazy. So that's basically where I'm getting at with this. You know, appearance matters, and we only get one first impression. We only get one first impression, people. So, you know, remember that. And I'm going to end uh, this topic with don't get discouraged. It's, it's okay. Do not get discouraged. Just like you're not going to stop applying. If you're looking for a job and you need a job, you're not going to stop applying for jobs just because you didn't get the first one you applied for, right? Well, this goes for dating as well. You know, don't look, don't, you good. Like, if it didn't work out, okay, look at it like this. Okay, well, I'm glad I found that out now. I found that out earlier than later. 
So don't look at it as a bad thing when you got to start over. And that goes back to my next thing. Appreciate the full dating process. And don't look at it as having to start over where everybody knew that you got a date. Because I know I've seen some people who just literally they hate, they have told me they hate the dating process. And that's a sign to me you just ain't dating the right person. Because I do believe when you're dating the right person and you're going to appreciate the entire, you're going to enjoy the whole process in the dating from, from you all first meeting, the first kiss, the I mean, everything from the first day to you're going to enjoy the entire process, but you can't skip steps either. That's important. All right. So hopefully that's will be able to help some that advice. I should say would be able to help some people today. Now we about to get into this starting to seem like this starting to become a favorite of most of the people who listen to the show story time with AD. So you know me, I'm an open book. So I got to let you all know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. Okay, so story time with AD. Today, I'm going to talk about the time I fell in love with a scripper. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, I said it, a scripper. So I was known to frequently, you know, go to script clubs on regular back in my single days. And... I would usually, you know, get into, I'd say I would go, normally when I went, I would go after I had went on a date. And the night, you know, the night might have ended around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, you know, and the night, you know, it was still young for me. So I would end up going. But I will say this, too. I actually very rarely did I even date a scripper. That that didn't happen often. Now, let me make sure I preface that as well. <laughs> so... But back to this particular story, this girl, so it just so happened, you know, I went to the school club this night, end up, I'm there, and just so, she was from, me and her got to talking, and her stage name was Crimson, and I'm like, huh, and of course, me being me, I'm a person, I'm inquisitive, I ask questions and stuff too, you know, just small talk, and that's when she like, yeah, I'm from Alabama, well, naturally, of course, I'm from Alabama as well, so, End up, we hit it off, obviously, uh, just uh, from there, even just talking a little bit more. So, end up, probably about two weeks passed by. Uh, usually, I would go by every two weeks. Hey, don't judge me, but that's going to be a story for another day, too. So, about two weeks passed by, I go back, and end up, uh, we got to talking a little bit more once we was there. So, at this point in time, after the second time, Okay, of course, I got her uh, information and her number. Once I got her number, and by the way, we wasn't just hanging out at the script club. That, that after the second, I will admit now, I ain't, don't think I'm just kind of new to this game. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't just going to the script club. You just give my money, and then we, I'm not going to see you outside of the script club. So after that, we actually got to talking and everything. Everything was actually going real good. I'm even, it was going so good. I remember I was trying to figure out, okay, how I'm going to tell my uh, parents that I'm dating a exotic dancer. You know, how do you open that conversation up? Oh, so what do you do? Oh, no, she just a exotic dancer. So anyhow, that's, it was going to that extent. I'm already about, you know, about three, I'm about three weeks in at this point. Well, you know, so I'm thinking, I'm already thinking like that. 
and you know i had just told my one of my friends i think i had just told i was like she never she didn't she truthfully she never asked me for anything she never had asked me for anything like i'm one of those guys i'm just gonna naturally do nice things anyhow but she never had asked me for anything nothing crazy i should say and i say nothing crazy because that's where we about to go all of a sudden one day she hit me with that I need a favor. And we know what I need a favor usually means. I need your money. So (laughs) when she asked, of course, I was like, what is it? I'm thinking it's something in regards to something small or something. She'll like, I I need you to co-sign for a car for me. And I'm like, huh? Of course, a car. Like a car. Nah, no, sir. No, (laughs) ma'am. Ain't going to be able to do it. But, and then I never forget, of course, I told her nicely, like, you know, you know, I, I like you and everything, but a car, I'm, if I'm co-signing, I'm basically saying I'm I'm going to be liable for this car, you know, if you more so don't do what you're supposed to do and paying for it. And I, and then, and I will say though, she understood it and she didn't get no attitude or anything like that, but I remember, huh. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember everything changed shortly after that uh, with our relationship and everything. But it, I will say it, it seemed like it worked out for me. Like I said, I'm sorry. If you need me to co-sign a car for you and I just known you for three weeks, that ain't about to happen. And it, ended up, it seemed like it worked out for her. Uh, when I say it worked out for her, I actually, I'm not going to call no names, but she definitely uh, married a, as well, not married. I know she had some kids by NBA player since that time. So she seemed like everything worked out for her, and I know it worked out for me as well. But that's my story for the day. Story time with AD. Now let's get into the question of the day. And the question of the day, let's see. So my boyfriend has not told his ex-girlfriend who messaged him constantly that he has a new girlfriend. We've been together for over six months. Okay. He told me that he had told her, but I snooped on his phone. I know, I know, and he did not tell her. We're going to have a conversation about this tomorrow. I know I'm going to break up with him. This is the second time he lied to me in regards to this girl, but how can I back him into admitting that he lied to me? What questions would you ask? Okay, so let me first say this. Not sure if you can make him admit, you know, to lying. Some people, you can catch them red-handed, and they still ain't going to admit to wherever it is, you know, that they uh, did. So that's number one. Second, how did how do you know that he didn't tell her about snooping through his phone? You know, he could have told her in person. He could have told her over the phone. He could have even told her, I don't know, through Snap chat or whatever it is or another uh, he could have just told it through another app they probably was talking through so i would say that don't be quick to just dismiss that and then last i would say to ask him that exact question like i know you say you went through his phone but ask him what did he actually tell her through now through that now now you can be able to do a better job of navigating on whether or not he told you a lie but don't just go off of more so you didn't see it in his phone. And then also, um, uh, if him and her are friends, you know, just see if you can meet up with the two of them for dinner or something. 
you know, if if me and somebody are friends, if we just friends, I wouldn't see anything wrong if we text and stuff on a regular to just meet up for dinner, especially if the two of them are possibly hanging out on a regular. So just my advice. All right, everybody. Thanks so much once again for joining the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Everybody have a great week. I'm about to be up out of here. Uh, and like I said, get ready for the start of my work week as well. Uh, man, I got I to get back used to having that five-day work week. Last week had me spoiled. But I'm going to talk to you all later. Like I said, thanks once again, everybody, for joining. And definitely have a great weekend.